Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise with Lois Kofi. And I'm super excited to be kicking off a new month. We have some major influencers here. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to have one of my good friends from Minnesota, Carol Kemmer, with us today. Um, we're going to be talking about the best business promotion that you never have to pay for. And I know in this community of salespeople, entrepreneurs, everyone is working with a budget now these days with the pandemic and everyone's looking for new ways, new ideas to market with excellence and professionalism. So I really wanted to focus on that this month. So you're going to be hearing from some amazing people every Friday. And I'm really excited to introduce Carol. I've known Carol, gosh, I can't remember if it's been five, six, seven years. And we met through the chamber and uh, she just became such a great mentor and friend. I was there at her book signing. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about her book today. And Carol is an internationally recognized expert on executive branding. She's a professional speaker, and her book that she authored is a best-selling book called LinkedIn for the Savvy Executives. So spoiler alert, that's what we're going to be talking about today is her expertise on LinkedIn. And I hope you guys, if you see value, if you're joining us live, you can go ahead and comment, hit hashtag live, and please share this message. Even if you aren't watching this live, if you're watching the replay, if you're catching this in iTunes or on my website, after the fact, please share this with those that you know are struggling with marketing and getting their name out there. So, Carol, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you. I'd love for you to share it, you know, with us your background and how did you become such an expert on LinkedIn? Okay. Well, let me start with my why story because it's it's so interesting. My why is that I believe that people regardless of their age, should be able to continue to work if they feel like they can continue to contribute to the world of work. Now, the reason I say that is that in 2008, with a big downturn economically, I saw a lot of my executive friends lose their jobs. Now, that's not really unusual, but what was so surprising to me was these were really smart people, but nine years or nine months after they lost their job, they were saying sheepishly, well, I guess I'm retired. It was um. like they had no business being retired. They had so much to give, and some of them were still trying to put their kids through college, but they couldn't get traction in the world of, of um, finding a new job. And in 2011, when that same thing happened to me, I discovered why. It was while we weren't looking, the world changed the way that we access jobs. It used to be that we would spend time on um, polishing up a resume and picking the perfect stationary color and the perfect font for our resume. 
And that was that was our big thing that we did. And then we, you know, sent it off one by one to people. Well, somewhere be between, I don't know, but before 2008, the executive um, recruiters were no longer waiting on piles of resumes to stack up. They were finding people through LinkedIn digitally. And wow. so if you don't have a good presence on LinkedIn, the people that were sourcing for high level jobs, they just never found you. Um, so my why is that people should be able to use this platform to make it possible for them to continue to be found for opportunities that are right for them. So, yeah, it it's really important to me. Um, and then the you asked me, how did I become a LinkedIn expert? You know, certainly it's not what I went to graduate school to do. <laughs> but um, what I had been doing for 20 years was marketing communications. And I was known as someone who could take very complex concepts and make them easily accessible, simple to understand. I was able to communicate in that way. And so um, with, um, with a clientele of one and, you know, now a clientele of zero, then um, that was a problem because all of my network was inside that company. I needed a network if I was ever going to work again. So I began to study LinkedIn and to understand how to make it work optimally, um, to put your brand out there, to um, cultivate new relationships, all of that. And while I was learning, I was reaching to my clients who also had lost their jobs, my former clients, um, because what happened was the company uh, outsourced the whole department of marketing communications. Um, and so, wow. you know, I was I was just doing that because I thought that would be nice to do when they began to send me their friends. I realized I had a new area of subject matter expertise and I had also a new niche for carrying me forward in the next chapter of my own job, my own career. I love it. I love it. And I think so many can relate to that because how many people I, I, at one point, and I haven't looked at the, the recent stats because, you know, it can be kind of, a downer or depressing to see how many people have been laid off this oh. year. Not, not at all. Unlike you, I think at one point there was, it was trending up 30, 40 million people. And they were saying at least 30% of those jobs would never come back again. So yeah. everybody's, everybody's in a bind. Everybody's looking for their next opportunity. I remember my husband too. It's a full-time job looking for work. It is. It is. Absolutely. But so how do um, you help people? Can you share with us more on, on how, how you can work? In, and maybe that tailors into, into your book as well. Okay. Well, um, let's see. I work with uh, C-suite executives who want to attract top talent to their business and senior leaders who want to increase their visibility and influence. And both of them want to steer their careers. And so... Um, I listen with, with uh, good listening ears um, to their story and I interpret their story through my lens 
and feed it back in into um, you know their profile. And um, I help them to identify what their brand is. My um, my signature approach is to ask just three branding questions. You know, when you try to get at brand, you could ask 59 questions, but really nobody can remember that. So my three, and anybody in your audience can use this, um, is what are the three things you want to be known for? What are your differentiators? What is different about you in the world of work? And then what are your keywords? So if you wrote these things down and really worked on what was the answer to each of those things, you would have a great blueprint for how to make your profile really sing. So I use those things um, in the headline. The headline is that little um, squib of text that comes uh, under your name. And in the about section, the about section is um, about four paragraphs long now. It's 2,600 characters long, um, where you get to tell your business story from your perspective. And this is so powerful because we can, um, our business story can be our own. I mean, it is our own. Um, and we don't have to just march along. These are these are the jobs I had. We can talk about um, our evolution and our pivot to the next thing, or whatever your business story is. Um, you know, people who have gone back to school, they have a pivot story. You know, obviously they um, they were doing one thing and they realized that they needed some more skills to do what they really wanted to do, and they went to school and they pivoted. Um, but when we identify three things that we want to be known for, people can remember that. If we put the three things that we want to be known for in our headline and in our about section, and we make sure that the three top skills that are showing in our skills inventory match those three things we want to be known for, that bring builds such a strong st structure for our LinkedIn profile and we become memorable. So um, that's- Hold on one second, Carol. I just want to remind you guys, I hope you guys are taking notes. She's she's dropping serious nuggets here. Uh, and I, I just wanted to reiterate that so you guys don't just listen, you actually write this down. Sorry, Carol, go ahead, take over. <laughs> no, no, it's it's great. It's, it's that um, one of the things in the headline um, they've expanded the uh, length of the headline. So now instead of 120 characters, it's 220. But I really want to caution people not to fill that up with a whole bunch of stuff. Because if we mention five or six things that we want to be known for, it's not twice as good. It's not even half as good as three things. Because people are wired to understand and remember three things. So really important to be focused about what message we want to communicate through our LinkedIn message, LinkedIn profile. And um, if we communicate that succinctly and over and over, in, but in different ways, um, people go, oh, yeah, she's the one who one, two, three. And that's what we want to create. 
So it, it can be very powerful. And um, in the gift that I have for, for you today, that is emphasized. Awesome. Yes. And, and guys, please stay tuned here. Um, our goal is to go for 30 minutes, give or take, depending on if you guys have questions. Those of you, that's the power of this live studio audience and, and part of being a part of my healthy and wealthy and wise Facebook community. You can ask questions. You can actually meet my guest speaker. Carol is a part of that community as well and network with positive, like-minded people. So you said step one is what are the three things you wanna be known for? If you don't mind going on to step two and step three and kind of giving a little bit of more nuggets, that would be so amazing. Oh, okay. well, very good. So um, in the headline section, I talked about three things, but you should first have some mm, functional job title. So we wanna know where would we likely to find be likely to find you? Is it in the marketing barrel? Is it in the operations barrel? Are you, you know, um, chief operating officer, or are you an actress? You know, whatever. We need to have a, a place that we are likely to find you, and that's important because that's a key word. Um, you know, um, marketing executive, whatever. We need a place. And then you can talk about the three things you want to be known for. Um, you know, bringing value through um, customer focused um, work, <laughs> um, um, attention to detail and um, uh, eye to the bottom line or whatever, you know, just Three little things, um, and that that will all fit in your or two hundred and twenty characters. And let me ask you a question: If because if, if someone says, like for example, I want to be known for podcasting and and sales, you know, increasing your sales results, I have those in my my title, so I'm really proud. I I, I you're you're edifying or, or reinforcing rather what I've done, hopefully, right so far. <laughs> but being able to have those in there, if someone searches in the in the search feature too in LinkedIn, they'll find me, right? Yes, it depends on um, how many times you're using your keywords, and that's why in my um, you know three things that you want to be known for, I want or three things that you. Um, should it should be addressing with your brand as you know the building blocks um what are your keywords is is one of the things um so writing a list of your keywords is helpful because then you can say okay for somebody who's doing what i am doing or want to be doing um these are keywords people are expecting to find those people under so um the way that someone gets found on a linkedin search is based on the number of connections they have and also the number of times that they're using the keyword that is being entered into the search engine. So if you only used podcaster once, would you be found under podcaster? Well, yes, you might be, you know, um, 3,042. <laughs> but if you use podcaster a bunch, then you're likely to be found higher on the LinkedIn um, search. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for yeah. that. Cool. Yeah. Well, and I know you're going to be giving away a free gift, but anything else about those, those three, you know, 
questions that you ask people to help them with their branding on LinkedIn? Anything else that that really you feel like our viewers need to hear today? Okay. So um, one of the things, because LinkedIn is a search engine, it's really important that we write to the margins, so to speak. Um, because when we when we use the character count that we're given, um, like in the about section, we have 2,600 characters now. When we use those to write about what we love about our job or what we love about our work or our career or our direction, um, we're naturally going to be using our keywords. And they're going to appear in context just logically, naturally, which is wonderful because um, the bots are happy to read um, lists but people are not happy to read lists. People want to know what do you want to be known for? So um, if you were to take, um, we have four paragraphs. You could talk about um, the three things you want to be known for, one for each paragraph, and um, your points of differentiation for the fourth. Um, or, you know, you could be um, talking in a chronological um, path, you know, um, I came up through this industry by doing every job, you know, from from stock boy to um, regional manager, whatever. It just has to be logical and to be read um, in a way that is is a story. So we want to be writing in the first person. That's that's really key. And then um, let's see the experience section. We need to. Um, know that there are 2,000 characters for each job entry. So the reason that that's important is that it allows you to use your keywords more often if you write more. Um, the skills section has some uh, nuances that have changed over time. Now they show only um, three skills at the top, but you still can use all 50, you know, you can use 50 skills and that's the best practice. But you want to make sure that the three skills that are at the top are skills that you choose that go with the three things you want to be known for. It used to be that skills, um, that the order of the skills was determined by how many um, uh, endorsements you got. And now you can have a totally new skill in slots one, two, and three. Wow. When did that change? I wonder why that changed. Do you know? Uh, yes, I, I do. Um, the um, When, uh, you know, it was uh, several years ago, they were asking every time you logged into um, to LinkedIn, would you like to endorse Lois for this, this, and this? Well, sometimes the skills that they recommended for you were not skills that were even on your list. They were right. skills that fit in that same constellation of skills you already had. And so sometimes it gets wrong. Um, when I was working uh, with um, my group and the Edina Chamber, um, someone who sold uh, property and casualty insurance said, why do I have, you know, 14 endorsements for healthcare insurance? Nobody who sells property and casualty ever sells healthcare insurance. And I said, well, LinkedIn guessed wrong about what skills were in the same constellation. 
And, um, you know, they just suggested to people that they endorse you for that. And you were casual enough to accept the endorsements. (laughs) Right. Because you do have to accept them, right? It's not, it's not automatic. No, no, you get to accept them or decline. Um, You know, people thought, oh, well, people think I have that, that skill. Well, it wasn't that they thought all that deeply, the people that endorsed you for it. They were just going with the program. So um, they stopped prompting you, um, you know, for a couple of years. Now I've seen prompts again for endorsements as like, oh, don't go back to bad old days. But um, <laughs> at any rate, now we can um, really pick the, the top three, which is a really big deal because it's like the three things you want to be known for. And when you see those skills, they should be the one, two, three top skills uh, that you have. Um, and um, so many people don't know that that's changed. So that's- This is awesome. Yeah. There is one other thing that I think is just a neat new feature. And it came, um, oh, it was introduced like two, three months ago. And it is um, a little audio clip of you saying your name. Um, So in order to get that, you need to be on the phone app. And that's the only way that you can create this video or this audio recording of you saying your name. So if your name is um, Mark Love, that's, you know, you don't need to record that. We can we can figure that out. But, um, you know, if your name is Carol Kemmerer, it is very helpful <laughs> to. Um, so if you go to my profile and you click right by my name on the little speaker icon, you can hear me say my name. And I've recorded Carol Kemmerer. And, and that's only uh, on the phone app that you can actually obviously do that. And then if we if I go to my phone app right now and look at your profile, I can push that on my phone. Can I also do that on the laptop or computer or PC? Yes. See, the only way you can get it to show up um, with, on your profile is to do it on the phone app. But once you've done it on the phone app, everyone else can access that um, little speaker icon and play it back from any device. So on your computer, on your tablet, on your phone. Um, that's my favorite thing that they've done this year. <laughs> well, I'm sure you know so much and you're such a, a, an expert. I, I do have a question of my own. And then Anne, um, my good friend from uh, Nebraska has a question. So if it's okay with you, I, I had I took some notes of what you were talking about. You know, you have your three things, right? That are your main three right things you want to be known for. They're your keywords. You want to put them in multiple places in your profile. And then you said about differentiating yourself from your competition. I know there's a lot of people out there who are really humble. They don't, they don't want to brag about themselves, but would you say that in this case on LinkedIn, you, you kind of have to make this your brag book and show how you are different from your competition, right? Well, you know, I hate to say, Yes, you should brag, but but you should be um, clear about what things are different. Um, you know, um, 
many people have experience in one area and another and married together, those two areas make them a very strong, whatever they are, that's a point of differentiation. Um, if you, um, if you were born in another country and you know multiple languages and now you are able to bring those languages to your new job, that's a point of differentiation. So it's not so much about I'm the best. It is about, um, what is it that really makes you different? It's like your unique value proposition or unique selling proposition. I right. Right. with my clients on. Perfect. Right. Awesome. Yes. Same deal. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know Anne had a great question. Um, she says, can it be useful to have a presence on LinkedIn for wellness, holistic or healing practitioners? And kind of a, a segment of that or a subset is, is it better for certain professionals than others? Or is it non-denominational? Everyone should be on LinkedIn. So first answer the wellness, holistic healing practitioners question, but I'd like to dig deeper on that. Okay. Um, yes. I think that people are vetting people through their LinkedIn profile. You know, if you're looking to work with someone, you want to see what are they saying about themselves? You know, this is the best business promotion you never have to pay for. This is where we get to talk about what we do. And, you know, Facebook is kind of episodic um you know it you're known by your posts um and that isn't really there's not a real coherent place on facebook that we get to learn about you as a professional so um it's not to say that you shouldn't have a facebook presence but that's why it's important to have uh, a linkedin presence regardless of your area of practice um I'm connected to a lot of people whose areas, um, you know, are holistic in some manner. Um, so I, I do encounter them on LinkedIn. And um, I think that um, you might get better engagement on Facebook, but it's important to have this as a, as a marketing document available for people. I would agree. I, I I wasn't using LinkedIn a ton, to be honest with you, because I, I did. That's how Carol knew me, too. I came from a health and wellness and holistic space. However, I recognize what I'm doing now. I was able to, like you said, the differentiating factor. You know, I can be a sales trainer and a podcaster who really cares about your health, not just your sales and your income. Right. And so I, I would encourage you, Anne, and anyone to use LinkedIn as your resume builder, as your way of showing that you're a true professional and Facebook can always be a another sandbox to to play in for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I know you, you uh, want to talk about um, your book a little bit here um, before we get uh, too far to the end. If anybody else has any questions, if you're on the live, feel free. We can go a little bit over. But tell us more about your best-selling book. And I know you actually have a, a second edition coming out here in the new year. That's true. That's true. Well, let me tell you about LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive via a client story. So Lee came to me. He had a um, background of being a um, 
chief operating officer and also uh, regional director of sales. He had had several positions with those kinds of titles. And he was known as a go-getter, as uh, having infectious energy, um, passion, you know, entrepreneurial spirit, even though he's working in a corporation. He had a great reputation, but when he came to me, he was in trouble. Um, he had always been able to lead teams successfully, but the new CEO in his company was um, changeable. You know, he didn't have a, a set direction. So Lee was having trouble um, leading his team to victory, so to speak, because victory kept wandering across the map. And it was taking a real toll on his mental and physical health. And so the the man that came to me um, was flat in his affect. He was able to say that people said that he was a go-getter. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, and he was able to tell me of his accomplishments, but there was no passion. And I'm looking for, how am I going to make this like guy look great? You know, he has good stuff, but he's like a shell. He was depressed. Um, and finally, I said to him, Lee, do you have any volunteer activities that are important in your life? Oh, my goodness, his eyes lit up and he smiled from here to there. And he told me about an international charity that he had created and how the people in his congregation, um, you know, were contributing to this international congregation. And he was the executive director of the congregation. And he figured out how to set up this um, this charity in a foreign country. And, you know, he just bubbled on and on and up. Oh, there's, wow. the spark. there's the spark. So I put that spark not only in his volunteer section, which you have to read pretty far down to get to, but also right in his about section, in his story. Awesome. Who is this man? And I was able to, you know, put it as like the first thing that we talked about in the about section. About a month after we finished our time together, he called me and he said, you will never guess where I'm going to work on Monday. He said an executive recruiter had found him solely based on his LinkedIn profile, wow. solely based on the keywords that were used there. And he was going to be the administrative pastor of a megachurch whose multiple pastors needed organization. It was the perfect job for them. Him, he just, you know, he just came alive again. And so that's what my book, LinkedIn for the, the Savvy Executive, is about. It is about identifying what your brand is, communicating what your brand is, and being found for your ideal opportunities. So my current book is available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And um, my second edition is in process. I'm expecting it to be available for 
sale through me um, before the end of the year, but sale on Amazon um, January 1st. Awesome. So, and I will, guys, just so you know, I will post the link to the book in, in the show notes in iTunes. I will comment, put it in YouTube, all the places, all of the things, and I'll share with you guys after the show today as well. So you guys can grab grab a her older edition, I guess we'll call it, <laughs> her first edition, and then be able to connect with her also on LinkedIn. So you guys can be able to ask for this free gift she referenced earlier. It's called the step-by-step -step guide to creating your powerful LinkedIn profile. Do you want to say anything more about that, that free gift? And I'm also going to share your uh, LinkedIn profile link so they can find you in there as well. Yes. The most important thing to know is not to spell my name. Um, because when you know how to spell Carol Kemmerer, you can find my um, website, you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on uh, YouTube, you can find me in all the places that I live. Um, so Carol is easy with no L, no E at the end, and then Kemmerer has twice as many letters as it needs, K-A-E-M-M-E-R-E-R. -E -E so I'd be happy to receive your LinkedIn Re, um, connection request. Um, and when you write to me, tell me that you saw Lois's podcast and that you would like my free gift. And I'll be happy to send it to you. That's awesome. Awesome. And there was uh, one more question. I think if you're, if you're okay with time, um, Carol, yeah. I have one more question for you and a couple announcements to close it out. Um, but someone's asked any suggestions to incorporate a few careers skills together that are not same skill set into one story to promote yeah. yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the blending that I talked about. So um, when when I pivoted the first time, you know, after after I um, lost my client, uh, where I was writing about um, implantable medical devices. Um, you know, my my area was marketing communications. And then here's this whole new skill area, LinkedIn. Now, how does that relate? So I worked on that for a while, because it is hard to figure out, well, how do you talk about these two things? So I said, I tell business stories. And my business stories were about product. Now they're about people. So either way, I'm writing business stories. So think about that way that encompasses both of those things, because I, um, you don't want to leave any of your old skills absolutely behind. You know, there are some things that you won't, don't want to do again, but the experience that you had will always inform where you're going next. It not has. It doesn't have to be in a straight line, but um, when we honor our past, we're able to move forward in the future. I love it. I love it because you know there's so many people, including myself, Carol. You knew me as a personal trainer, and I was also a realtor. You know, once in a past life, and because of motherhood and life and the recession, I I had a pivot multiple times i chose to pivot or life chose it for me and i had to figure something new out and i know i was always even finding the title for this podcast i was like what the heck am i gonna call it and then i yeah. i threw my passion into it i threw my my past 
successes mm -hmm. and quite honestly failures. And it just whipped it up in one big melting pot of what is my passion today? And just yeah. so you know, guys, that's how I came up with the title of this podcast, even though I'm not in health and fitness anymore. It was a part of my past and it's part of my passion that I bring forward. And someone said, so find where you have the most passion and put it in your profile. And that Absolutely. I think is a great way to kind Absolutely. of finish this out today. Yes. Very good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again. If you saw value in this, there's two things that I have as my closing request. You can go ahead and go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com and actually subscribe there. I will be emailing out the post-production of this episode and all of my episodes here in the coming week ahead. And you can also find Carol inside of our Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community, which I also will put in the show notes. And uh, I do have one closing question for you, Carol, that, okay. that I ask all of my guests. And so when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does that mean to you? Okay. I, I think healthy means honoring my body by getting adequate sleep and good nutrition and movement every day. Um, and wealthy has to do with the spirit of generosity. Um, we all have enough for ourselves. What can we do to make our world a better place? And wise to me means living with gratitude. Oh, that's awesome. And, and it's really cool because as long as I've known you, you live all of that. So you're such a good friend. I'm so grateful for you guys to have met Carol today. Please reach out to her, connect with her again on LinkedIn and ask for her free gift. I'll share her information in the show notes as well for posterity. And just a couple of quick announcements for my community here in October. You know, we have guests every single Friday. Um, all of them are authors, speakers, and experts in different arenas that are going to help you be healthier and wealthier and wiser. And also, I am actually, to kind of to the theme of today, I'm actually having another pop-up podcast this month. And it's going to be about how to, you know, generate those connections from Facebook and LinkedIn and take them off put them into your email list, your tribe, your own fan base, if you will. And then of course, how to build those relationships, nurture, get referrals and monetize that list. I'll also put the information to that here in the show notes. So again, thank you guys so much for spending time with us today. Until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.